Back with the WMAY Morning News Feed at 723. After two weeks of special sessions that were focused on energy, one in the House, one in the Illinois Senate, we've got a sweeping energy proposal that's uh, expected to be signed by Governor J.B. Pritzker. And that measure, it's touching on all kinds of things, from transmission lines across parts of southern Illinois to electric vehicle rebates for certain parts of the states and subsidies for renewable energy while closing down coal-fired power plants. But one of the most controversial issues in this is the nearly $700 million in ratepayer subsidies that's going to go to Exelon. Exelon had threatened to close down a couple of its nuclear power facilities uh, and saying that they were losing revenue. Uh, But uh, they are now going to be given upwards to $700 million over several years in ratepayer subsidies. But it doesn't stop there. They could get taxpayer subsidies from the federal government. To join us to talk about this and other issues is David Kraft. He is director of the Nuclear Energy Information Service. David, thanks for taking time with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Tell us the significance of what passed yesterday. Good morning, and thanks for having me on your show. Uh, Well, yesterday, as folks know, down in Springfield, uh, this $700 billion million subsidy was provided for Exelon with the state legislation. As you pointed out, though, there's also action going on in Congress regarding the so-called reconciliation package and the infrastructure bill, uh, the first one known as BBB, Build Back Better. And what we find there is that um, up to f- somewhere between 46 and $50 billion, with a B, dollars uh, may be allocated towards the nuclear industry. Uh, a large proportion of that would be for bailing out old, failing, uneconomic nuclear plants like Exelon's here in Illinois. It turns out um, some of our colleagues in Washington crunched the numbers. Exelon could be um, eligible for as much as 24 to $25 billion of that fund. Uh, the so-called the former First Energy, which is now, I think, Energy... Energy Harbor in Ohio would be eligible for about five to six billion dollars. I point those two out since they're getting they could be eligible for three quarters of that pot of money. Is that both of them have recently been under federal indictment, in some cases conviction, uh, FBI investigation for corrupt lobbying practices. So not only uh, those two, but in South Carolina there was a scandal regarding the uh, Sumner nuclear plant construction where uh, one of their chief executives was pled guilty and is getting 18 months in prison. Uh, it just kind of shows that bailouts seem to have this connection with corruption. Uh, the two go hand in hand, and you know we have no direct proof, for example, that the, there was corruption either in the Illinois case uh, but, you know, the coincidence is, is more than, un, you know, uh, just unusual. So um, we are going to be watching both of those closely. And yesterday was a national call-in day where hundreds of activists around the country contacted their senators and their representatives, urging them to withdraw that uh, 40, to 60, 40 to $50 billion from the federal uh, legislation. David, what is it about nuclear in Illinois or elsewhere, as you laid out, uh, that's not allowing them to to stay afloat, that's uh, causing them to 
uh, seek either taxpayer bailouts or ratepayer increases or whatever the case may be. Uh, why can't they? Uh, <laughs> why can't they manage themselves like uh, any other business? Well, that's that's a great point. I mean, first of all, you have to remember Exelon Corporation is multi-state, and they are profitable. You know, and those are their assets. You know, I don't own them. You don't own them. Your listeners don't own them. That's their property. They need to take care of it their way. And if they, who are allegedly one of the best nuclear operators in the country, if they can't turn a profit at these plants, that tells you there's something intrinsically wrong with continuing to operate an old, aging nuclear plant whose operating and maintenance costs are only going to go up over time. Now, they're complicating. There are other factors as well. I mean, as, as many of you know, uh, the price of natural gas is very low, so there's competition there. The, the new renewables that are coming in everywhere around the country uh, are beating nuclear power even without subsidies. So we have uh, a brand-new uh, renewable energy industry. We're getting better at energy efficiency. Uh, these are all competing factors. So we have a 20th century technology in nuclear power that just can't hack it in the marketplace of the 21st century. And we have a situation very similar, I guess, to what blacksmiths must have faced at the beginning of the 20th century when the automobile was introduced. This is not an energy transition. It's an energy transformation. And in transformations, old jobs and old technologies, are there are winners and losers. The old ones are replaced. The new ones are the ones that, that, that thrive and continue to, to go. And Exelon has just not found the magic uh, formula to make their reactors here in Illinois profitable. Now, that's another interesting question, too, is profitable for whom and at what level? Uh, the governor wisely, I want to compliment Governor Pritzker for hiring the Synapse uh, Energy Economics auditing firm at the beginning of the year. They did an analysis given the, the numbers that Exelon provided them which showed that in terms of any bailout, if one was even warranted, it shouldn't be any more than $350 million, and even less if the market price of energy improved and Exxon was making more money. Yet, in this go-around, as you, as you folks know, Exxon gets $700 million. So it makes us think that the ghost of Michael, Madison, uh, Michael Madigan is still walking the halls of Springfield a little bit when it comes to Exxon bailouts. Now, the ethics provisions, and we don't have much time here, uh, do you think they're going to be strong enough uh, in this bill to hold Exelon accountable? It's an improvement, but as I think not just with the particulars on the on, on utilities, but the ethics bill generally is, is nowhere near where it needs to be. David Kraft, he is the director of the Nuclear Energy Information Service. Uh, greatly appreciate you connecting and giving us the uh, the entire scope here, not just what the state legislation does, but also what's being talked about in Congress, because that could very well impact ratepayers of Exelon uh, here in the state of Illinois. So we'll, uh, we'll watch what happens in Congress, and we'll connect again soon, all right? We appreciate it. Stay well.